Welcome back to Revive Nations podcast. Revive Nations is a global ministry with one mission, to raise an army of Jesus lovers around the world. Prepare your heart to receive something fresh from the voice of God, Prophet Shaiju Matthew, and be revived, renewed, and restored. Your fellowship with Jesus, your love with Jesus, your purity with Jesus is something Satan can never steal. Satan can never touch that. If Satan can never steal your intimacy with Jesus, Satan can never steal your peace in your heart. If Satan can never steal your intimacy with Jesus, Satan can never steal the joy of the Holy Spirit. If Satan can never steal your walk with Jesus, what did Mary choose? What did Mary choose? Have a little one that you desire to see grow in the things of God? Subscribe to Revive Nations Kids on YouTube for an exciting array of programs every week. ReviveNations.tv is now open to live participation to our services. You know, um, the reason I know that this is not normal conferences and the reason I know that this is a revival is because I started preaching when I was seven years old. I was 11 years old when they heard about me and there was a, a minister of the gospel. He, I still remember, he came to my mother and he said, look, I'm going for a few days conference in Kerala. If you're confident about sending your son, I'd like him to preach in my, my conference. So it was his conference. He invited me uh, to come along. So that's how I went to preach there. And it was three days, but at the end of the three days, they, they found out that it was my summer vacations. So they said, what are you going to do going back to Bangalore? I said, nothing, going back to Bangalore. And they said, why don't we organize conferences for you? So, so the, the man of God who brought me, he said, I have to go back to my work. I, I can't stay back, but why don't you talk to his mother? So they called my mother. Uh, in those days, you know, they had that, that, that ring, ring phone, you know. You, you, our young people today have no idea of what uh, I'm saying. You had to, anyways, yeah, dialing and then it, it would go beep, beep, beep. It was a process to get, it was very expensive. And those were the days where incoming was charged. I don't know if you remember that. Anyways, so, and, and, and my mother said, if he's okay, I'm okay. And that's how it started. Three days services turned to 45 days. 45 days they were moving me around to every church in town they started calling revival services we saw the move of God and then when I was 14 years old I preached the first open-air conference and they said we can't see you in the back so they had there was already a podium on the podium they put a table and I stood on the table at the end of the conference they said hey since you are here would you like to come to a nearby town so we went to the nearby town we had the next conference and I started writing my book at 14, which I published when I was 17. It was called Why God Established David. And then I started traveling to internationally. We started with Dubai, went for a week's conference. It ended up with three months of conference. Then we went to Bahrain from there, went to Qatar. From there. We saw the move of God among the Filipino community. God used me there with about 35 pastors. Power of God hit the place. Uh, service was over, nobody was going home, everybody on the floor crying. This is how I have seen the Lord move from a very young age. 
and I stand here right now and I can tell you I've never felt the nearness of God so close I don't know if I've I've preached the word like the way I've preached in the last one week plus The only thing that bothers me is is I keep asking the question is anybody really listening to it I keep asking is anybody meditating on it Now I need you to pursue the Lord in this new level of maturity Yeah I need you to worship the Lord in this new level of maturity I need you to run after the Lord in this new level of maturity. Wow. The Gospel of Luke chapter 10. I'll just read this and we'll see where it goes. Luke 10 verse 38. Now as they went on their way Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house and she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching but Martha was distracted with much serving and she went up to him this is one of those sisters that keep going to the ushers to complain <laughs> and said lord do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone sounds like a very strong christian is coming to complain to jesus lord do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone whom who who was she serving whom was martha serving jesus tell her then to help me ish is he even those days in the when Jesus was on earth he had to deal with people like her so martha was distracted with much serving so you're serving jesus and you're distracted <laughs> that's a revelation so that means that we can serve jesus and be distracted you can serve the lord but your eyes are not on the lord so she was in the room with jesus but yet she was in with jesus how sad think about it 
we can be going to a church but not with jesus how sad is that she was serving jesus she had an opportunity to serve jesus not many people could cook for jesus not many people in her time had the privilege of making a meal for jesus but while making the meal for the lover of her soul she managed to be so overcome by distraction why because she allowed her situation to overwhelm her so she was serving jesus but now without joy so you can be so overwhelmed by church and worshiping jesus and loving jesus but now there's no joy in it think about it you're so serious about god but now there's no joy of it in fact when you come into an environment you suck the joy out martha is coming to jesus and jesus can see ah there comes the train can you imagine this people there she's complaining in front of everybody serving jesus but no joy serving jesus but no joy spirit of complaining and grumbling had taken over her that killed the joy of serving jesus serving jesus must be fun yeah serving jesus must be fun and she now is doing something that many of us do sometimes once in a while she is using that to manipulate the heart of jesus by saying do you not care okay so her frustration now she is pushing it on to everybody around her and she is trying to guilt trip them guilt trip them she's saying that because you are not as frustrated as i am it could only be because you don't care are you understanding so she is coming to a place where now she is putting her burden on other people and and she's accusing them of not caring maybe it is not because they don't care maybe because they've learned how to serve the lord with great joy what you accuse them of may not be the real reason maybe they've just become a matured believer the very thing that breaks you is the very thing that helps them to do things at ease so we're going to pray lord give me the grace to do things at ease under the cloud you enjoy rest under the cloud you enjoy what rest as a believer in order for you to understand the grace of the lord you have to understand rest we have done church in many ways we have strived to capture god's attention and we have failed and now here we are we just draw near to him and he draws near to us so easily and then you start thinking wait a minute why was i struggling so much 
all i needed to do was consistently obey him consistently approach him consistently draw near and he makes it easy that is why jesus says my yoke is light my burden is easy ah we don't have to strive in our walk with god our walk with god we don't have to strive did you hear me walking with god is fun walking with god is great joy exceeding great joy all he wants us is to just choose him just choose him just choose him what does jesus reply to her but the lord answered her martha martha you are anxious and troubled about many things as it sound like us anxious oh what's going to happen tomorrow what's going to happen today what about my health what about my hair i'm balding here what's happening is a pimple on my face is my shoe my bag my children my kids no martha martha you are anxious and troubled about many things may the lord jesus never testify that about you amen i want you to turn to your neighbor they're very far from me so i need you to help them talk to them so maybe because you're closer they'll listen to you better can you please tell them the lord says don't be anxious and troubled about anything come on tell them the lord says The Lord says, "Hear the word of the Lord. God brought you here to make you encounter great joy. Joy unspeakable. Peace beyond understanding. Joy unspeakable. Peace beyond understanding. How can you have peace beyond understanding? You have to stop trying to understand it." Or you explain the Bible to me. How do you have peace beyond understanding? There is a peace that God gives to you that is beyond understanding, beyond logic. Meaning anything that you try to have logic upon, you don't have peace. There is a peace in order for you to enjoy that godly peace, that godly joy. It is beyond your understanding. there is a peace tomorrow that is happening tomorrow you have to your interview the boss is calling you da, 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 da. everybody even 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 the postman is worried for you <laughs> and you are calm yeah so one of our spiritual daughters wrote to mama and was testifying this her mother was going through some kind of uh, heavy uh, sickness Yeah, she was do, going through chemo and all that. People saw how calm this daughter was that they came to her and said, "Do you know, do you want to open up and speak to us? Do you want to do some counseling? Maybe you're in a shock or something, you know." And that's when she realized, "Oh my god, it's true because every night she's been connecting to every morning for them. She's been connecting to our services. So she's saying, "I've been the calmest in my life." that people are thinking maybe you need counseling so you can start being anxious how weird is our world that when everybody is freaking out and you don't freak out they're looking at you confused what do you want me to do 
So what is normalcy according to them? Normalcy is you being anxious. Normalcy is you being troubled. But what happens? Every day when you start encountering the presence of God, the joy of the Holy Spirit, and He just... You know, I'm telling you, tonight when you guys sleep tonight, you will sleep very well tonight. Don't be surprised if you wake up in the middle of the night and you are still laughing. The Lord answered her, Martha, Martha, you, you, you're accusing your sister, but the problem is not your sister, the problem is you. The problem is you. You are anxious. But one thing is necessary. Everybody say one thing. Yeah, yeah, necessary. Necessary means what? Must, an essential, a need, necessary. Everybody say, Jesus is saying one thing is necessary. That means cooking is not necessary. Father, all your sisters now bring an offering after the service, okay? As soon as they said cooking is not necessary, some sisters went, Amen! <laughs> I didn't say you shouldn't cook. Please, don't quote me wrong. I'm just... <laughs> this is trouble. No matter what I do now, I can't get out of this one. But one thing is necessary. What is the necessary? What is the need? What is priority? Mary has chosen the good portion. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. Which will, everything else can be taken away from her. But what Mary has chosen cannot be taken away from her. Everything else in life, the enemy can steal. But your intimacy with Jesus is the only thing the enemy can never steal. Your fellowship with Jesus, your love with Jesus, your purity with Jesus is something Satan can never steal. Satan can never touch that. If Satan can never steal your intimacy with Jesus, Satan can never steal your peace in your heart. If Satan can never steal your intimacy with Jesus, Satan can never steal the joy of the Holy Spirit. If Satan can never steal your walk with Jesus, what did Mary choose? What did Mary choose? Now, this is, this is interesting. She had a sister called Mary, verse 39, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. So what was the portion that Mary chose? Sitting at the feet and listening to his teaching. Sitting at his feet, listening to his teaching. Sitting at his feet, listening to her teaching. We don't want a revival that is just noise. We don't want a revival that is just manifestation but no teaching. We don't want a revival that does everything but no Jesus. What? What kind of revival is that? Sitting at the feet of Jesus. You have chosen His feet and you have chosen to be renewed by the Word of God. Everybody say it loud. Chosen His feet. Yeah. What you have done is you have chosen His feet and Jesus is promising you no one shall take it away from you. No one. Listen. I need you to understand this. What I am speaking about is something that will continue in your life long after these services are over. 
long after these services are over, your intimacy with Jesus will never go back to how it was before. You will go from glory to glory to dimension to dimension. Tonight, I'm seeing a sword that is made in fire. I see the Lord opening the case of it and I'm seeing an angel of the Lord bringing that sword and it's so beautiful the handle is like like leather wrapped around it and 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 around it I see maroon stones around it it's is the most rich wealthy sword that I've ever seen in my vision and I see that being released upon somebody What does that mean Lord the sword represents the word of God. The sword represents the word of God. What you have chosen is his feet and his teachings. Feet and his teachings. Feet is time. Choosing the feet meaning you, you're willing to spend time at his feet, in his presence. You're, you've chosen his feet and teaching. So time and energy plus what you listen to. I'm going to give you this important instruction. So I want you to pay attention to it. There was something that Martha considered. Those who are standing, stand. Those who are sitting, sit. There was something that Martha considered as good. But there was something that Jesus considered as a better portion. The world will tell Martha, you have such a great heart, my dear. You, have, you are a great host. You are working hard to take care of Jesus. But Jesus didn't need taking care. He was taken care by an invisible hand. But what she needed to do was to sit at his feet and learn from him. Understand, change her mindset, change her grumbling, change her anxiety, change her things that are troubling her. So Jesus testified about Mary and said, you have chosen the good portion. Some of us, we have not chosen the good portion. There are bad portions that we have chosen. Tonight, we lay that at the feet of Jesus. So, good portion. Let me, let me describe. It's like, a, it's like a meal table. You can pick up this one, or 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 you can pick up a paper. And Jesus is looking at that and saying, the choice is yours. And Mary has picked up the good portion. Are you understanding? Everything is available on your plate. In this generation, many things are distracting us. In this generation, many things is calling for our attention. In this generation, many things are knocking on our heart. Cell phones, cell phones have been demonically inspired to carry information to distract your heart from the Lord Jesus. But can you choose the good portion? and delete the bad portions. Choose the good portion. Some of you need to learn to leave your phone behind. Why are we married to this phone? We have to practice that. Once in a while, just throw the phone away and just walk out of your house. Try. Just try. You won't die, I promise you. <laughs> Lord, teach us to choose a good portion. Good portion. Good portion. Good portion. Good portion. Teach us, Lord teach us to die to our flesh, our desires so we can ah, we want to do this but no we're going to do the better thing we want, to, we want to do what everybody in our generation is doing but we say no to that and we choose to sit at your feet 
reveal your heart to us, O Lord. We fall in love with you all over again. Lord, those that are going back to their house, rest of the night, let them know you more than ever. You know, you're going to be surprised. You feel like you have known the Holy Spirit better after tonight. And Lord, those morning time, when they go for the rest of the day, Heavenly Father, use them as Elijah's. Wherever you go, you shall carry fire. In the day as you walk, no demons will be able to stop you. The fire of the Holy Spirit shall burn every work of the enemy that is coming against you. You shall be consecrated, you shall be set apart. You shall walk in the ways of the Lord. You shall please the Lord in the day, in the noon, in the evening, in the night. There shall be nothing that the enemy will do in your life that you shall not be able to solve by fire and by thunder. Go shine brightly in Jesus' name. Go shine brightly in Jesus' name. Know who you are and conquer the day in the mighty name of Jesus. Welcome. We are so grateful for the grace of God that has reached you through this program. For God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus. And Jesus is the Word. That means when God wants to express His love, He always sends His Word to a group of people. And now the Word has come to you. The Word has come to your family and the Word has come to your children. You will never be the same again. Come on. So go forward this week with this great faith. If you're blessed, would you partner with our ministry and help us to take this Word to the nations? Please visit revivenations.org give. Also, take a minute to connect with us on our different social media platforms and we would love to hear from you. Until next time, God bless you. Shalom. Many of us love Jesus by our words, Facebook posts and scripture quotes. But when God wanted to show us how much He loved us, He gave up His only begotten Son. He is not looking for part-time Christians, nor a portion of surrender or a fraction of obedience. He is waiting for us to empty ourselves. He is not asking us for some things. He is asking us for everything. And Jesus is the only person who has the right to ask us for everything because He gave us everything. Thank you for being part of this End Time Jesus journey. Your partnership with Revive Nations allows us to reach nations with passionate, prophetic, and powerful word from the Lord. If you have been blessed, would you consider giving to this ministry by visiting revivenations.tv. Enjoy hundreds of resources in multiple languages from Prophet Shaiju and Tinny Matthew while visiting revivenations.org. Connect with us on your favorite social media. Distance is not a barrier to God. RevivedNations.tv is now open to live participation to our services. 